0: Welcome to the podcast, Let the prophet Speak. Today, we will complete our study of the prophet Ezekiel. On the one hand, it's happy that we have made it through these 48 chapters. On the other hand, it's a little bittersweet knowing that we are going to uh, move on from the study of Ezekiel to the study of other prophets. And... We will to some degree miss his learning about his messages and the messages and the teachings that Ezekiel has taught us. In the last chapter, 47, we completed Ezekiel's trip and vision through his virtual trip and his vision of the Third Temple. We got to the point where we saw his beautiful vision of the Temple being a source of life and rejuvenation to the entire world human and animal and plant the entire world was going to benefit from the beautiful new temple and we started to divide up the land to its new inhabitants to the people of Israel that are now returning the land and all of those other people that have joined the people of Israel that are now part of the nation in chapter 48 we're going to continue the discussion of the dividing up the land Um, It's not the most exciting of the verses so I will just give a basic translation, but I'm not going to go into the deep super detail of each location and so on. And then we will complete uh, this beautiful book and I'll discuss a little bit about what we're going to do next. So let us begin with verse 1, chapter 48, the, Shimo, Tashivatim, and this are these are the names of the tribes, Mise, um, on the northern end near the road that goes towards the place of Chetlon which is on the way towards Hamat which is near the border of Damascus near place Chatsar Einan which is towards the north near Hamat and there was uh, its eastern border was towards the sea. Dan Echad, the first na- the first tribe was the tribe of Dan, and that's where their location was. Verse 2, Valgvul Dan on the border of Dan, Mipat Kadim, from the eastern border Ad Patyama until the western border Asher Echad was the nation of Asher, the tribe of Asher. Verse three, Valgul Asher, next Mipad Kadima, ad Patyama, Naftali echad was the tribe of Naftali. Um, this kadima vi'ad is a phrase that's going to come from east to west, so it's kind of like strips of land that are even from east to west. So I'm not going to translate that in every verse. Vi'agvul naftali on the border of Naftali, minpa'at kedma ad patyama. Menashe echad was the tribe of Menashe. Vi'agvul menashe on the border of Menashe, pat kedma vi'ad patyama. Ephraim echad was the nation of Ephraim was the border of Ruvain. Ruvein Kadim Ad patyama, from the border of Ruvain was Yehuda um, echad, was the border of Yehuda. Now we're going to take a little break from this list because within the nation of Yehuda we find the um the date the tribe of Yehuda is also the area within which the, the holy area in the temple is. So let's discuss that in verse 8. On the border of Yehudah, there's a strip of land from east to west. is that land that we set aside. Remember, we set aside a land for the capital city of Jerusalem where the temple is going to be. Asher that will be divided 25,000 cubits wide and its length will be the same as the length of the other portions, again from east to west, and the temple will be within that land. Those 25,000 cubits, verse 9, let's discuss them a little bit, that is the reserve that was set aside for God, 10,000 wide, 25,000 long. And how is that 25,000 divided up? From that Tia Truma Sakuroshlaq Koanim, there is an area that is set aside for the priests, Safona near the northern part of this section, Chamisha Vyasrim Alef, 25,0 here, Viyaman towards the west rohaser talfim, ten thousand there, Vikadiman towards the east rohaser talafim, the negba and towards the south, or Khamisha Vyasram Alef, a length of twenty-five thousand, Bahaiam Migdashadonai Butoko, and the temple of God was within it. And the who which Kohanim which priests get it verse eleven La Kohanim those Kohanim those priests that are holy from the children of Tzadok, because Asher Shamru Mishmarti those are the ones who kept and faithful to my guard to my word Asher Lo Ta'u they did not go off astray Bitaot Bnei Yisrael along with the people of Israel Kasher Ta'u like the other leaders like the other Kohanim did. The other Kuanim, when the people went astray, they didn't try to lead them in the right direction. They just went off with them. We discussed this set two chapters ago in more detail when we studied 46. These koanim, the ones that get this land, are the ones who stuck with it and stuck with God. Now, remember we mentioned that the reason for giving them a portion, and this is something new in the future time, the reason for this is because... Um, is because the uh, we don't want corruption. We don't want the him to have to. Uh, we had there were cases so many cases where the priestly caste, due to the fact that they didn't have their own land, oppressed the people beneath them, the regular people, and took land from them. So in order to prevent that from happening, the priests have enough land for themselves that's given to them. Um, verse 12 the high tabernacle through miyammi trumatsar scorach shimogvol halavim and they will have this the special area which is a holy area which is on the border of where the levites have the halavim and the levites also have an area lu matkvola kon near the priestly area also we're going to say the measurements khamishaviasem lof orach 25000 long varochaviaser tofim and 10000 wide kolor khamishaviasem lof rokhav this is, this is the standard length of these areas of land: twenty-five thousand by ten thousand. They're not allowed to sell from it because it has to remain for the priests in order for the purpose which we just discussed. You can't exchange it with other land. And um, that we can um, we, this this the, the, this good land cannot be given away. It remains holy to God. It remains set aside for the priests and the remaining ten thousand by With chamisha Holhu Lair is a remaining area for the public, for the city to use, for them to live in, so the people, the residents of the city of the temple of Jerusalem will also have this area for public use where they can settle, Limigrash and to use as a pasture land, and that's where the city where people will live, where the businesses will be and so on. Now in verse 16, what are the measurements of the city? These are its measurements. I'm just going to read through this without translating. That's 4,500 on the north, south, east, west. That's what we just read. Verse 17, there will be a pasture land for the city. Uh, Ezekiel is laying out plans for a city where there will be plenty of open space and plenty of, of, of settled space. I'm not translating every word. V'kadima chamishimotayim v'yama That's two hundred and fifty cubits on the north, south, east, and west, etc. Verse eighteen. V'hanotar ba'orach. And as for the remaining of that land, the remainder part, leumatu which is opposite the holy area that was set aside. Is there was another 10,000 to the east and another 10,000 to the west, which is left over as a place where the workers, the people hired to work in the temple, are set to um, have in order that there should be enough food for them, that they can grow enough food for themselves. Via Obeda here and all of the workers of the city Abdul will work that land. Israel. So people from all the tribes of Israel would volunteer or would be hired by the temple to work. and they would have this land in order to support themselves. Verse 20, Yasim This entire area is a certain area. Again, I'm not going to translate it to word here. This is a special area that has to be divided. And it's twenty-five thousand by twenty-five thousand cubits. Behind Otar, and there's uh, there's still some remaining land. If you're keeping track of all these measurements, that is left over La Nasi for the leader, the nas, the Nasi, which um the, the special leader, um which is going to be instead of a king. And we discussed that again uh, also in detail several times. What kind of leader this was? Mizeh Mizeh from each side, the Tumata Kodesh for the area that was set aside for ear and for those that are living in. And uh, is settling in the city, this area opposite the 25,000 cubit area uh, near the eastern border, this is where the king's area is going to be set. The Yama, and towards the west, opposite the portions that this portion goes to the Nasi, to the leader and then within that area that was set aside, again, is where the temple is going to be built. And the property of the Levites, and the property of this people, the people, with area set aside for the people in the city, will be contained within the area that was set aside for the leader. And this will be bordering between the area of Judah and the area of Benjamin, Anasi, yeah, that is where the Nasi, the leader, will be. So the leader, we listed off six tribes, and then we listed off the, the holy area where the the priests have a place, the Levites have a place, the residents and workers of Jerusalem have a place, the temple has a place, and now we're going to go on south of that to the rest of the tribes. And we'll read through them quickly. Verse 23, The remaining tribes, from east to west, from east to west, is the tribe of Benjamin. Ben-Yamin, and near Benjamin is Mipat Kadima Var Patyama from east to west. Shimon Echad was Simon. Yalgul Shimon and next to Simon Mipat Kadima Var Patyama from east to west is Isachar Echad was Isachar. Yalgul Isachar and on the border of Isachar Mipat Kadima Var Patyama from east to west. Zivulun Echad was the tribe of Zivulun or will be the tribe of Zivulun. Yalgul Zivulun Mipat Kadima Var Patyama God Echad will be the tribe of God the Al-Gavul Gud and on the border of God, El pat Negev Teimana, on the southern boundary, that's where God will be. But Haya Gavul Mi Tamar, Me Merivat Kodesh, his boundary will be from a place called Tamar, towards the place of the, Me Meriva, the waters of Meriva, which is the location where Moses famously hit the rock to bring water from it, Nachla al which will, which is where there is a, stream that runs into the sea the mediterranean sea so this is the land that will should be given out as an inheritance to the tribes of israel and this is how it should be divided up so says god where there's going to be a few more measurements uh, so let's just hang in there we're at verse 30 there are exits from the city how does one exit the city me pa'at on the north side, chamesh Meot Rabatalathimida, measuring what five hundred four thousand five hundred cubits. Basharia here in the gates of the city, Al Shmotchiv Israel will be called by the names of the tribes of Israel. Shlosha, there was there's three in the north. Echad Levi, the gate of Reuben, Judah, and Levi will be the three going north. Yapat Kadima, the gates leaving the city going east, same measurement, Arm Shlosha, and these will be the Shar Yosef of Joseph Echad, Ushar Banyaman, Benjamin one, Vishar Dan, Echar and Don. past Negvan towards the south, again the same measurement, Shlosha three facing southward, Shar Shimon Echad, one is Simon, Shar Isachar, Sahar Akad, one isachar, Shar Zivulun Echad, and one is Zbulun. Towards the west, Chamesh Miltvar Batalachim, the same measurement, Shari Shlosha, also three gates, Shar Gad, Echad, one is Gad, Shar Asher Echad, Shar Naphtali Echad, one is Asher, and one is Naphtali. So three gates going in each of the four directions, three times four means a total of 12 gates, one for each of the tribes, as he just listed. Now that Ezekiel has laid out the plans of the city of Jerusalem, the gates of the city of Jerusalem, he spent several chapters describing the temple building. God has returned to the, to the third temple. The third temple has given and brought life to the entire world through his, as we saw in the parable and the vision of the stream coming from the Beit Hamikdash, from the temple. Now, Ezekiel finishes somewhat of an anticlimactic finish of his book, but it's really not. Just listen carefully to these words. So, are all Allah, the circumference of the city is 18,000. Amot and The name of this city that we build, on that day on, and that day in the future when it's built, God is there. The bottom line is what Ezekiel ends us by saying, when people look at the city of the future, people will see a city where the leaders are not corrupt, where the leaders are, are sources of justice, where the leaders don't oppress the people, where the people get along with each other, where the people are all dedicated to the service of God. And people treat each other fairly with tzedek and mishpat, with kindness and justice. When people look at a city like that, what do they say? That's where God is. God is there. It will be so obvious from the way that people live that God is there. This concludes the book of Ezekiel. Thank you so much to all of you who have stayed on board with me throughout the study of this entire wonderful book, with all of its wonderful lessons that we've, we've been fortunate to learn together. Ezekiel was uh, the end of an era in terms of the prophets of the first temple period. He was the last of the prophets to prophecy at the time of the first temple and then on afterwards. Jeremiah also was at the end of the first temple period. Jeremiah was gone, unfortunately, before Ezekiel completed his prophecies. After this, we have a period of time where we don't have much in the way of prophecies. We have the book of Daniel, that which we read and studied together also. And then until we have the books of Haggai, Zechariah, and Malachi, who are the last three of the 12 minor prophets, who we have not studied together yet. But they are at the end of the exile period. They are at the beginning of the second temple period. So in between Ezekiel and Haggai, Zechariah, Malachi we have a kind of a blank period of two approximately two to three generations without prophecy. The only book that we have that took place during that time period is to some degree is Daniel as I mentioned before and the book of Esther, the story of Esther. So the next book we're going to study together is the book of Esther and after I complete Esther we will go on to Haggai, Zechariah, and Malachi and complete the 12 minor prophets together. And then we will do the books of Ezra and Nehemiah, Ezra and Nehemiah, which discuss the beginning days of the Second Temple period. So that is the general plan, and it's going to take us a while to get through all those books, and I'm looking forward to doing that all together with you. Have a wonderful day.